Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Gradcracker webinar featuring our good friends at Siemens. So Siemens advertises their placement and graduate opportunities on Gradcracker and have been doing so for the, over the last five years. They also sponsor the Gradcracker toolkit, so check out their hub on Gradcracker to find out more. Um, so the recruitment team are together in Manchester today because they're going on their Christmas night out tonight. Um, <laughs> so so they're, they're a bit giddy, I'm going to warn you. Um, so we're joined by Sophie and Charlotte. So remember Charlotte from the last webinar. And we're also joined by the grads as well, Jan, Catherine and Chabel. So thank you everybody for joining us today. So let's start um, by introducing everybody to Siemens and just to speak about your roles in more detail. Um, so, Sophie, I'm going to come to you first. Could you just tell the audience a bit about you, your background and your role at Siemens? Oh, hi, I'm Sophie Marrow. I'm the Talent Acquisition Apprentice here at Siemens. Um, I've been with the company around two years now. Um, I'm pretty much nearly done with my apprenticeship, so I'm currently studying a HR qualification alongside my Level 3 CIPD. Um, and I also work with Charlotte um, in the early careers team. So I help recruit the apprentices, interns and graduates across all the different businesses here at Siemens. Perfect. Thank you very much, Sophie. Um, on to you, Charlotte. Yeah, so um, I've been at Siemens for five years now. So I was Sophie five years ago. I was the apprentice. <laughs> Um, and like Sophie did some qualifications um, whilst also, you know, learning how to recruit and things like that. Um, and yeah, for the last five years, I've been helping to recruit the interns, graduates, summer placements and apprentices across all of the Siemens divisions. So um, we're a team of three. Um, we recruit just about 300 people a year. Um, so it's quite, quite a busy team, quite a busy job. Um, and yeah, I think that's I think that's me. <laughs> that's you. Thanks very much, Charlotte. And now we're going to move on and meet the the grads. Um, so Jan, I'm going to start with you. Could you just tell everybody about where you went to university and what did you speak? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Jan. Uh, I did my bachelor's degree in communications and electronics. I did that in Mexico, and my postgrad was in electronic and elect electrical engineering, and that was in the University of Manchester. I've uh, been working for a year in Siemens um, as a grad. Um, I'm a networks uh, grad engineer uh, in Midlands. Perfect. Thank you very much, Jan. Um, Charbel, on to you. Yeah, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Charbel. I'm a, I'm a graduate signaling engineer at Siemens Mobility. Uh, I studied aerospace engineering at the University of Sheffield, and I also uh, was an intern at Siemens a couple of years ago uh, in between my third and fifth year of my MEng. Uh, so yeah, I've just recently returned, joined as a grad uh, back in September, uh, now working out of the Chippenham office down in Wiltshire. Perfect, thank you. Oh, there's a Yorkshire theme today, I'm so excited. Um, Catherine, so this Catherine is my fellow Yorkshire person because she was born just down the road from where I was born. So Catherine, where did you go to university and what did you study? Yeah, I'm, I'm Catherine. So I went to Nottingham University and I studied electrical and electronic engineering. And I was actually part of something called our E3 Academy scheme. So yeah. that meant I did summer placements every summer um, at Siemens during my degree. And then I joined the grad scheme two years ago. So Perfect. So we've all got different ways into Siemens. Um, so I'm really looking forward to going back and meeting the grads in more detail and find out how, how they, the placements went, the internships went, and obviously Jan started as a graduate as well. Um, so thank you very much for the introductions. For now, I'm going to roll back to Charlotte. Charlotte, could you give, Siemens is massive, isn't it? It's such a big company. We do lots and lots of different things. Um, Sophie's laughing already. I was Charlotte's going to manage this. So Charlotte, <laughs> can, can you tell the audience about Siemens, who you are, what you do? Yeah, so um, as you say, it's obviously a large organisation, so I'll try to do a summary. <laughs> it's quite hard to summarise, but um, we're actually Europe's leading engineering and technology company. Um, I think the way I would summarise Siemens is to say that we basically find and create innovative solutions to society's you know, problems. Um, so we have our mobility division, um, which you know, are, are part of the, the trains and, and traffic and things like that, and helping people move around the UK. We have our smart infrastructure division, which is all around energy and, and smart buildings and how that, again, moves around the UK. Um, and then we have our digital industries division, um, which is all kind of around factory automation and things like that. So basically part of any part of infrastructure within society, um, we're, you know, trying to help in the most innovative and sustainable way that we can. Um, 
we have a lot of cutting edge um, and like I say, I keep using the word innovative, but it is one of our um, like our values. Yeah. Um, so it is something that we talk about quite a lot. But yeah, all of our technologies are, are really cutting edge um, and we have some outstanding people um, working, working for us. We've, I think in the UK, we've got about, I think the last time I checked, it was about 18,000 people working for us. And um, worldwide, it's something crazy like 340,000 mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, the numbers change because we have a lot of restructures and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it is it is in in the crazy the crazy numbers like that. Um, so yeah, I think that kind of sums it up in terms of a technology kind of perspective. But um, in terms of culture perspective, something that I would say, which I don't think you would necessarily have um, this view of Siemens, knowing how big it is. But we are very family like. The culture is very family like. I mean, you know, the three grads that are on this call today, I've met a few times and feel like I'd know really well, even though really I haven't met them that, that often and I don't see them every day. But the kind of most people that you meet within Siemens are, are very friendly and very open. You can sort of make really good friends quite quickly and you can collaborate across all the different divisions and things like that. Um, and I think being in a large organisation, you wouldn't necessarily expect that, but you do you do get that collaboration across, which is really nice. Yeah, I definitely get that. That that image of youth it's normally so in the recruitment team it's charlotte um sophie and victoria isn't it and it's like the three musketeers you three together so um so it's definitely that family feel and um, that we get across as well as working with you as grad cracker and um, so charlotte tell the students what's on offer at the moment so i know you've got five placements and five graduate opportunities advertised on grad cracker just tell the students a little bit more about those if you can yeah, so I think at the minute um, we've got kind of digital based roles. So we've got business yeah. IT, um, we've got digital operations, things like that. We have a few um, materials and logistics roles as well, which um, because obviously being such a large organisation, you know, manufacturing things like trains and stuff like that, we obviously need, a, you know, a lot of materials and logistics and supply chain people as well. Um, we have a sales role on there, I think, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have got quite a lot of our demanding just recently sometimes it does take a little bit of a time and um, but we, we have just over the last couple of weeks been getting more and more demanding so I believe we'll be advertising more on our website but obviously with grad cracker as well on our hub so and yeah. Um, yeah we've we've got quite a lot of um demand coming in this year as well yeah so the opportunity that Simmons have got open at the moment obviously viewers go go apply to them today after this webinar and um, if there's something that's not quite right for you follow them because when Siemens do open their other opportunities like Charlotte just mentioned they'll be on the hub and um, so yeah make sure you give them a follow and um, apply if you can and um, so Sophie I'm going to come to you now timelines deadlines things like that closing dates what should a student ex- a student expect so if they apply today what's you know what's the timelines that they should be working towards yeah, so our roles, um, obviously, depending on the role and kind of application numbers and that kind of thing, um, they'll be around live till around the end of January. Um, and after that um, is when it kind of, we then, me and Charlotte, Vic, um, kind of approach CV screening. So that can take, especially because we've got high volumes of uh, applications, that can take a few weeks. And then um, after that, the next stage you can expect is our online games-based assessment um, and then after that it would go to an on-demand video providing the uh, hiring manager kind of like cv etc um, and then hopefully we look at kind of assessment centers around april time maybe a bit early depending on the role maybe a bit later um, but kind of between now and may time is kind of the biggest part of our recruitment and when we're hoping to get a lot of our roles filled busy times busy months ahead Sorry, Jess. Yeah, am I allowed just to interrupt there, but when you say the games-based assessment, Sophie, um, would you mind, Carl, if we could just talk a little bit about that? It's just that when I'm speaking to students and a lot of students that are listening today might be interested in hearing what that is all about, because it's kind of a new thing that's come into HR and recruitment quite recently, hasn't it, over the last couple of years? So could you just tell the students a bit about what that actually entails and what the students can expect from going through that? And hints and tips. And hints and tips. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So instead of it being the typical maths and English test that um, quite a few companies may still use, it's very much based on your behaviours and how you would fit within Siemens um, Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So 
it's a game you can do on your phone, an iPad, a laptop. Um, it's very easy. We've recently just updated it. So it's a lot more user friendly and kind of the visuals and that um, a lot better. Um, if any kind of a reasonable adjustments need to be made, that's possible. And so when we reach out to you guys and say, oh, well done, you've got to the next stage. Um, and we just let you know, oh, by the way, if you need reasonable adjustments, we can do that so obviously we're still being inclusive and getting everyone we can through to that stage um i think when you're doing um kind of a hint or tip if you would call it to do the actual um game is just kind of keep trying and be you because we're not assessing you on how good you are at maths or english we're assessing you on your behaviors so we want to know if you'd be a great fit um into the team here it seems because we don't I'd say quite a lot is the teams don't want a robot. They want a personality. They want someone they can get along with. They want someone they can go out for a drink on a Christmas do out with. <laughs> we want to like have a fun atmosphere because it, it's best for the candidates as well because yeah, what's the job you enjoy. So just kind of put yourself, don't try and double guess yourself. Just do whatever you think is natural for the game. Oh, perfect. So many good points there. And I just want to circle back to the point we made about, you know, making adjustments. I think sometimes candidates are a bit nervous to ask for adjustments because they think, is that going to have a negative impact on my application? Are they going to then look at my application and think, oh, no. So, yeah, it's so good that you've both said that and, you know, nodding along to that because I think sometimes students are a bit nervous about asking for help, aren't they? Yeah, mm. definitely. And it would never, it is purely so we can support you furthering up your application. Yeah. It doesn't go any further. It's just us. Right, okay, we'll sort that RN and that's as far as it goes. Yes, perfect. It's all about making the experience as positive as possible, isn't it? You know, you want them to get the job and to get a job that's right for them. So, yeah, I'm really glad we touched upon that. Yeah, Sorry for the That's okay. Everybody just needs to speak up, don't they, and just be open and honest and then everybody will have a perfect experience. And um, thanks very much, Sophie and Charlotte. And we're going to go on and meet the grads. Yeah, so let's talk a bit about your roles and what your experience have been so far. So Jan, I'm going to come to you first. And if you could just tell us a bit about your role and what life is like for you. Okay, as I mentioned, uh, I'm a data networks engineer. And as a grad, I've been supporting the technical design um, for almost a year. Right. Uh, I've, I've taken other placements, but I've always been in the background supporting technical design. And what I've done is basically support to deliver um, SCADA solutions to monitor the electrification in the network rail. And so far it's been, it's been so good. I've learned a lot about trains, technology that I've never worked before. Mm -hmm. And that has built up my CV a lot. I've received a lot of training because obviously I had the qualifications in networks, in wireless communications. As an engineer, I was, I was ready to crack on with that, but I didn't have any knowledge about trains, signaling, and all those kind of things. So, so far I got a lot of training and I think I've, I've got some experience in a very high demand um, area. Definitely. Industry. Did you have an interest in rail then before working with Siemens or is this kind of a new... No, not really. Um, I mean, <laughs> it was impressive how, I don't know, to set up a green light it requires a lot of systems to work together. And honestly, it, it is amazing. Uh, I've never worked with trains before. I would never thought I would do it. Yeah. But I love it. And uh, I've enjoyed so far, like, a lot. And I've learned um, quite a few things. And I think it's just something sometimes it doesn't cross your mind. But then once you're there, it's just amazing. And yeah. I, I've enjoyed, like, a lot. So in terms of your kind of graduate experience so far, so how does it work in terms of like rotations? Do you get rotated around areas of this particular area of the business or how is it working for you and what does your projects kind of look like? Yeah, um, I mean, so far I've been involved in three placements. One is bits and tendering, another one, another one is project engineering and the technical design. Um, this is just like to get you involved in different areas of the business mm -hmm. and then you can improve different skills in all those roles, which is, I think, uh, crucial because you will have um, you will have the opportunity to do networking, which is really important in our careers. Also, you can assess things differently from different perspectives and then 
I think you can improve your knowledge and your experience from different aspects. And also your contributions can be quite different. So I think also that's giving you enough, um, like you're able to taste the waters to see what is out there, what you like, what you don't like that much, and also to discover things that you can be really good at yeah. that you didn't even know, yeah. which is amazing. Sometimes your manager can like let you know, you know, you've done this amazingly. And sometimes, okay, you need to improve this, which is fine but yeah. you get the um, accurate feedback from your managers and then you can discover that you are good at things that you didn't even know. Perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. By, you know, graduate programs, you know, overall a, a great experience for you to, again, test drive your career in so many different elements. In terms of, I know this is a, a question I'm actually going to ask you a bit later on, so I probably shouldn't ask you this, but just yet. But have you got an idea yet where you can see your career going long term or not yet? Yes, definitely. I mean, uh, I had a previous experience working as an engineer when I was back in Mexico. But I have to say, my experience in Siemens and in the UK is completely different. So it's yeah. always been uh, like a learning process for me. Hmm. And I think so far, the grad program is one of the best things that ever happened to me because oh, I'm taking brilliant. responsibility, but at the same time, I'm learning, which yeah. you don't have yeah. that opportunity in a lot of places. So I definitely uh, can see where my career is going. I would like to support the technical designer and become a senior engineer in networks and mm-hmm. I'm already working on that I've talked about this with my managers and they are really supporting me giving me the right and um, appropriate training for it I'm actually um, taking a certification exam quite quite soon so yeah yeah definitely oh, yeah. I can say it I can say oh. what is what this is going and mm-hmm. the most important thing I'm getting the support from from the management team Amazing. Oh, wow. Good luck. Really, really great to hear. Um, Catherine, I'm going to come to you next, if that's okay. Um, and yeah, same question. If you just tell us a bit about your role, what life is like, and yeah, everything about you so far. Yeah, so I've actually just finished my grad scheme. Um, so I've been on the grad scheme for two years and actually moved role officially on Monday so (laughs) Um, yeah yeah so but well and but actually I've been working in this department so I'm I'm working in the technical support team and so I work for our digital industries division um which I think Charlotte touched on it earlier but they work across different industries in the UK so everything from pharmaceuticals to water to automotive so and it's our equipment that automates all the different processes in those industries and um in factories and things so I'm working in the technical support team um and my new role is as an automation specialist um brilliant so yeah Thank you. <laughs> no, how exciting. So uh, to me, that um, I'm kind of a person that likes the, the idea of having different projects and getting your teeth into different things. So that is sounds like, you know, a really exciting job where you could have a phone call with, you know, one company, one in the morning, and then in the afternoon you're working on something completely different. And is that really what life is like for you? Can you get your teeth into lots of different projects in one go? Or Yeah, I think so. Um because because I'm just starting this role I think I'll still need to do quite a bit of training to be able to get to that point um but yeah I've been it's been good I've been shadowing some of the people in my team and coming along to meetings with them and um yeah getting to see them supporting our customers and yeah like there was one day a few weeks ago I was in a meeting with in the water industry and then the next day I was in a meeting with somebody in the glass industry and it's nice to like see how things work in lots of different industries and meet lots of different people and um yeah be able to support our customers so it's quite exciting that is really me and Jess are terrible. It's about these webinars that we're doing. It's like, it's my, it's my second day. Right, so what have we done? What have you learned? It's my second day. <laughs> just chill out. Just rewind. I'm settling in. We're terrible at that, Jess. <laughs> we just get too excited, don't we? We're just like, so what have we done? Who have you seen? Who do you know? Um, and what I was going to say, Catherine, is, you know, you mentioned before about doing your summer placements at Siemens. And um, so go through those with us in a bit more detail. So with the um, different placements in different parts of Siemens, or did you go back to the same department or just just go through that as well, if you don't mind? So it's it's all been within within the digital industries division, but I've worked across lots of different departments. So um, I did two, two different summer placements and they were each eight weeks. Um, so I started off in um, our partner management 
um, business. So a lot of Siemens business is done through um, distribution partners. And so I was um, in, in that department for my first eight weeks at Siemens, which was really exciting to kind of understand the business um, and how how we um, bring our products to market and things. So um, that was really interesting. And then I did um, the next year, then I came back after and did another eight weeks in in our fa in fa our factory automation business. Um, so it was really good way to like apply what I'd been learning at uni. Um, and then when I did the grad scheme, I did like six month placements around the business as well. So I guess I've been rotating for like I suppose five years, uh, like but off and on. Um, yeah. And now now I'll be in one place. So yeah. Oh, good. I think I think it's great though because you do get to meet so many people around the business and and yeah. really get to understand what you like a bit like what Jan was saying and um but yeah it's good because now as I'm in my new role I've got this whole network of people across the business that I know um and that I can go to for help and support so that's that's a good thing about the Siemens family is like having that having that network and being able to um be in our early careers you do get to move around quite a bit and meet people so that's good. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Catherine. Sorry, Jess, I was chipping in with you then. <laughs> um, Charbel, going to come to you. Same question, if you could tell us a bit about your role and what life is like for you at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm a, I joined the mobility business of Siemens as a graduate signaling engineer. Uh, now, yeah. within the mobility business, I specifically work within rail infrastructure. Um, and within the rail infrastructure business unit, I kind of work out of the signaling team, which is based out of Chippenham. Uh, down in Wiltshire. Uh, so in essence, what we do here is we basically engineer signaling solutions to make sure that the trains, the trams, the metros uh, get from A to B on time reliably and uh, obviously most importantly, safely. Um, but yeah, at the moment, I'm on the first year of the graduate program. Uh, I started back in September um, and I'm rotating every four months uh, kind of to help me gain a broad experience of the organization. Um, at the moment, I'm in the strategy and business development team, um, and I'm going to be moving into the digitalization and innovation team in February, so I'm quite looking forward to that. And I think I touched on it earlier. Um, I was actually an intern at Siemens uh, within rail infrastructure as well, but I was working in the fixed telecoms and SCADA teams, which is where Jan's actually based at the moment. Uh, so that was quite nice, having that exposure to different bits of the business, and obviously now uh, come back as a graduate uh, in a slightly different role in signaling, but uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoying it so far. Could we talk a bit about that experience in that transition of doing an intern to a, you know, coming back as a graduate? Because I think um, it's quite common now employers, you know, ask interns to come back uh, for their graduate opportunities, you know, once they've finished their experience. And how was that experience for you? Did you, did, you know, did Siemens offer you a role? Did you have to apply again? How did that work? Well, put it this way, I think the, the, the year in industry is a fantastic opportunity for both students and employers, because in essence, it's basically a year long interview. You know, you're, you're showcasing what you can do, and what you can offer to, to the company and what value you can add. And in return, you know, if you impress the right people, you know, you, you, you get offered a graduate position. So I was quite lucky in that regard. Um, obviously, things must have gone well on my internship for me to end up as a graduate. So, uh, yeah, I've quite, quite enjoyed that process, actually. And as I said, because I've worked in quite a variety of different teams, it's helped me kind of echoing what Catherine and Jan said. It's helped me work out what exactly I like and what kind of I want to do in the future. Uh, so that's been very helpful in that regard. I can help it. I can imagine it massively benefits as well when you start your grad program that you've already got an idea of the setting, the environment, you know, the culture already. I can imagine you you, you fell into place quite quickly again. Absolutely. And it's it's again, echoing what, what Catherine and Vianna said already, but it's it's the network you form. So, you know, there's obviously such a big organization. There's so many people working in different bits in the business. But when you're one tip, I guess I would have it for people who are successful in internships is to network with as many people as you can. I, I found that that helped me a lot when I came back as a graduate, just even knowing a few familiar faces around the office when, when we are in. And even if you're on a meeting, on a, on a team school, or whatever, even just seeing someone's name, it's quite nice to have that sort of familiarity uh, that kind of uh, friendly face that you, that you know already and you can have a chat with. Uh, so, yeah, that's been my experience. Perfect. All sounds very positive and very exciting, guys. So, can yeah, I, I want to... Can I just ask another question about what you studied at uni compared to what we did now? Because during the prep session before, you mentioned about studying aerospace at, at Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went, so studying aerospace, 
to going yeah. and working in the rail department. Yeah. What? How? How did that happen? <laughs> um, to be honest, I, I get asked that question quite a lot because you tend to find people who study aerospace tend to kind of want a career in aerospace after, yeah. and that and that was certainly the case for me. But I kind of got introduced to this opportunity by it was actually Charlotte and Victoria, and I think it's important to keep an open mind. At the end of the day, engineering is engineering, and whatever organisation you join, uh, you're going to learn an awful lot. So. I, I just found sort of I never even considered the railway beforehand but when I saw this opportunity I read the sort of job description it all sounded very interesting and there was a lot of opportunities to to grow and develop and the, the grad program was structured in such a way that it kind of made sure you you had to know all you needed to know uh, to basically perform your job well when you do finish so in that regard um, yeah the, the transition was very well not very easy there was a few learning curves along the way and there's obviously still learning every day um, and there's still a lot to learn um but yeah in general i think it was quite a nice transition and i think it's just important to keep an open mind and not not narrow down on one path too early in your career yeah. um so yeah that that's that's kind of how i ended up in the railway industry coming from an aerospace background i know that's something that you're always saying to just the students about keeping an open mind you Absolutely. know the different sectors that are out there when jess is presenting to unis yeah. across the country you're, you're always saying that aren't you yeah and i think i think also if you just if a job specifically says you know you need a certain background generally like don't let that put you off because i think at the time when i applied i don't think aerospace was considered for like this role but i applied for it anyway and obviously i was successful so definitely keep an open mind and don't be afraid to apply basically yeah absolutely and yeah i just don't think anyone can be shutting doors at this no. early stage of your career because you, you know classic example and again Jan, you said the same you didn't realize already where your career was going to take you and you know the interests and yeah definitely and you know something is really interesting is i actually applied for an internship and i ended with a grad job instead i never oh. went through the internship I was um, looking for that because I was still um, working on my dissertation, okay, on yeah. my postgrad, postgrad uh, dissertation, and I, uh, I applied for the internship, but instead I got the offer for a grad scheme. Amazing. Oh, wow. There you are. Yeah, so yeah. you'll never know. Just go for it and then exactly. just, just try. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so next, we want to talk about projects and the exciting projects that you've all been working on. So, Jan, I'll stick with you if that's OK. And if you could just tell us maybe a bit of detail about maybe your favourite project that you've worked on so far. Well, um, I work with some um, projects to provide the networks to monitor the electrification part of the um, rail infrastructure. But at the moment, I'm working with a project that is um, a testing network in the lab. And so far is the one that I've enjoyed the most because it has given me the chance to apply everything I learned from other projects. And it's, it's kind of like having my own baby because I'm basically having this freedom to yeah. make suggestions and give my own ideas and obviously build everything from scratch. Even that is quite challenging is, is basically when you are testing all the things that you are learning, how good you've learned them and also having this freedom to try new things, uh, give suggestions. So that's that's an amazing project I'm working at the moment, building this testing network in the lab. So how does that work and how does that look like on a daily basis? Is it quite, you know, are you working part of a team, you know, testing this? Or are you on your own? Is it quite focused work? How does it kind of... Well, yeah, um, my manager uh, gave me some kind of um, what he's expecting from this project and... I'm, I'm having the support from two apprenticeships at the moment. Okay. So I'm kind of working with them as a team. So the three of us are trying to build this. At the moment, it's just the documentation. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to get everything we need to build this network in the lab because we provide solutions um, to the network rail. So we're trying to test in the lab all those solutions before they are there. So um, it is it's quite challenging. Because yeah. obviously you have this idea how it's going to be, but then um, the more you're working on it, the more you realize that, oh, I haven't thought about this, or I don't know how to do this, or, okay, we need to try to find a solution. So mm -hmm. it's quite challenging, but quite nurturing at the same time, because um, it's, it's always like learning. Yeah. So do you manage the apprentices that work with you? Yes, kind of. Um, okay. One of them just joined one month ago. 
right and um, I'm his mentor um, right. and yeah and the other one he's been um, working in York and fixed telecoms and he's supporting the project at the moment so yeah kind of supporting them but at the same time they're supporting me because Brilliant. for example the one that he's working in York for two years because he's not a new apprentice he's quite experienced he has knowledge so I think okay. we both kind of support each other Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's learning those other skills as well, you know, those softer skills of managing, networking, communicating. Yeah, kind you of. Know, uh, mm-hmm, yeah, always supporting them, asking them, how are you doing? Because obviously we're working yeah. in a hard environment at the moment. People are working from home. We don't see um, each other very often, but I'm trying to meet them in the office at least one once a week. So, yeah, yes, yeah, also developing these uh, skills for me. So it's quite a good opportunity. Well done you. Brilliant. Okay, Catherine, I'm going to come to you. Same question. Favourite project you've worked on so far? Yeah, so um, on my grad scheme, the project that I probably worked on the longest was, um, uh, so I worked with a non-for-profit company called um, Glass Futures. And so they're doing a range of different projects in the glass industry. Um, and the aim is to try and um, decarbonize the glass industry um and like and also digitalize it um so siemens are a key partner of glass futures um so i'm still working on one of the projects and where we're working with a customer to try and reduce the energy and and the defects in glass bottles across their glass plant so we're using like data analytics and the cloud to do that um so that's quite an exciting project because it has it could have like big impact as well on um, every, if we reduce carbon across the glass industry, that's like a massive achievement. So yeah. it's really exciting to be able to work on things like that. And some of these are government funded projects. So that brings a new element to it. There's some project management involved, a little bit of sales involved and um, lots of stakeholder management. So it's been challenging, but also yeah, really rewarding as well and quite exciting to be involved in. Again, and it kind of marries up with what you were saying, Shout about innovation and being at the forefront of an idea and the forefront of something which potentially could completely, you know, reshape an industry. So it's great that you've managed to kind of keep that project as well as you go into your new role. So that's really, really exciting. So well done for that. So fingers crossed. How are you getting on? Do you think you will be able to reduce carbon emissions in the glass sector? Hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, we'll hopefully. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Okay, Shabelle, come to you. Same question. Favorite project you worked on so far? Yeah, so obviously I've only I've only been here since September, but yeah. despite that, I've been involved in all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, obviously I'm working with the strategy and business development team at the moment. Um, and one really exciting project I've been working on, uh, and it's got some real responsibility on it. So I was, I was quite you know, delighted with the level of responsibility I've been given. Um, I had to, well, I'm basically working with the key account managers to help the business identify future opportunities um, across the entire portfolio. So not just in signaling, but also in telecoms and station management, uh, in rolling stock, uh, et cetera. And for this, I sort of have to basically closely monitor news from the government and the Department for Transport. And I, I, we've basically built this technology dashboard, which has all sorts of information about the infrastructure on the railway across the UK. And using that dashboard, I have to basically extract information from it, uh, do some background research, uh, conduct competitor analysis uh, to basically identify what opportunities we as a business strategically strategically should pursue um, over the next sort of um, control period. Um, And yet basically improved all sorts of skills from presentations. I'm constantly working with senior stakeholders presenting my findings to them through different update meetings Um, and due to the nature of this project it very closely links with a different project I'm working on uh, with the digitalization and innovation hub in that we I'm basically finding ways to automate processes uh, with how we use our client relationship management tool uh, and that's using all sorts of things from cloud computing to data analytics and uh, data visualization uh, and that's completely new to me and I've had to kind of learn that, but there's been so much support and training for that. Uh, so it's, it's made that transition quite easy and uh, quite smooth actually, but it's been, it's been really nice. I've learned a lot so far on the grad scheme and uh, long may it continue. <laughs> 
Oh, brilliant. Do you know, it all sounds like you've all got a lot going on, haven't you? You know, you're running quite multiple projects, lots of things going on, getting new jobs, Catherine, and mm-hmm. oh, starting, starting to sound very exciting. I know we're going to talk about training development next, start with Calla. We are, yes. So first I want to talk um, to Sophie, actually. So when a student um, is successful at joining Siemens, what kind of um, support do you give them before the start? So do you have like keeping touch days? How do you keep in touch with them before the, the first day at Siemens? Yeah, so um, ourselves um, as the recruitment team, obviously, um, once we've offered you the role, we get the contract out to you um, and the candidate signs it, returns it. Um, we have a pre-boarding site that we send to all of our candidates, whether it's grads, interns, or placement or apprentices. And that's got an awful lot of information on about Siemens, about our different sites, um, kind of different kind of videos that can help you and uh, give you a bit more knowledge. Because obviously, as Charlotte mentioned, it is a pretty big company. So it's got lots of information on there that can kind of just help with um, that kind of selling a few of those nerves coming into a big company. Um, we also encourage our hiring managers to reach out to the candidates. Obviously, the hiring managers reach out um, keep in touch. Um, some people may invite them in um, just for a bit of a tour of the site or um, obviously a lot now is virtual um, have virtual calls with the team or maybe even current uh, grads interns just to kind of keep that communication open because we are aware that if you're offered a role in May and you're only starting in October mm-hmm. that is quite a while for radio silence um, mm-hmm. so every few weeks we do like to kind of encourage our hiring managers to reach out to the uh, candidate and just make sure that they're okay they know what they're doing and obviously provide all the information for your start first day where it'll be whether it'll be virtual or in person it's a big question nowadays what's yeah. work and that kind of thing and what to expect yeah I was going to ask you that if it was virtual in person but I think things are changing all the time out there that you probably yeah. won't say because <laughs> might be in person today then change again tomorrow exactly. um Definitely. So when, when a graduate starts in or a placement student starts with Siemens, what kind of support is on offer to them? I know the grads have mentioned their fantastic experiences, um, but how, how do you help them um, transition from being you know, a student at university to starting a career? Yeah, so obviously they're uh, joining a team, they've got the line manager, they've got the yeah. surrounding team, um, likelihood is they're also maybe interns or um, graduates from a placement joining, so not only have you got a great mentor to learn from your line manager, but you've also got someone going through the same thing. Um, very often you do kind of have a community of grads, um, I know in the Manchester office, like Catherine, I know she um, is quite friendly with the rest of the grads, so you've got kind of that support bubble there where you're all going through the same thing um yeah. it's all very different roles but um that kind of thing and then you have your own dedicated training manager um and your placement manager um and then our learning campus um they also support our grads through their development program that our grads and interns sorry um through the development program so they're there at the start as well to kind of explain what the development program is what it'll contain what kind of topics they'll be looking at and that kind of thing Brilliant. Thank you, Sophie. And what I'm going to do now, Charlotte, can I just ask you a couple of questions? I've scribbled them down before, so these are a bit off, off the hoof. Um, don't start laughing, they're not that bad. Um, so you mentioned, obviously, the grads have mentioned about all the different locations that they could be based. Is there opportunity when everything's normal to travel abroad, um, maybe as part of the graduate programme or after the, after the graduate programme? Um, I wouldn't say it's a standard part of the programme. I have yeah. known it to happen. Um, I've known apprentices to also go abroad as well. So it does it does happen on occasion. Yeah. Um, it's usually if there's a site that they, they need to go and see or if they're doing some sort of collaborative project with, with, an, with another site abroad. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a standard part of it. Um, yeah. But with us being a global company, following your graduate programme, um, there's always opportunity abroad um, yeah. quite often as well different countries will be happy for you to be based wherever so you could be based from the UK but you know go and work in like you could go and travel um, to France if you're working for a French team or whatever like they do they quite often if you look on our careers site it usually does say you can be based sort of anywhere around the world but you would you would then travel to wherever the actual team is and um, but I'm talking this is post-grad program yeah. that's following that yeah um but yeah definitely say a lot of the you know people at Siemens that have been here for a while now you speak to them about their experiences and it is 
quite often, you know, they talk about traveling um, abroad, obviously within, you know, pre, pre-COVID times. And, um, you know, it's hard to say at the moment what, what we can do any, any like, at all. But um, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. I, I just like I say, I wouldn't say it's standard part of yeah. the program. Yeah. Possibility there. Possibility. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And, and a strong possibility as <laughs> yeah. well, you know, because yeah. it's not, we are Siemens UK, but, you know, we, we, we're constantly, um, like in the TA team, for example, constantly collaborating with um, different countries. Um, and you know you want to take advantage of the fact that it is a global company yeah, and nice. there is a chance to go abroad or there's a chance for a role abroad or something like that you know and sometimes they do like projects like transformation projects or whatever so you could go to a different country and teach them kind of the UK ways and trying yeah. to sort of transform their department or whatever and um, I've known that to happen quite a lot as well so yeah definitely a strong possibility. Oh, cool. Thank you very much, girls. Um, so I know this isn't part of the agenda either, but we Jan and Catherine, before when we were just chatting um, before the webinar, you mentioned about different networks that you're involved in and you recognised each other from being on, on sessions about the, is it the Women's Network? Um, could you just, I don't know if it would be you, Catherine, or you, Jan, could one of you just tell me a little bit more about that, how you got involved in it? It could be both of you. And um, what the Women's Network is and what do you hope for the future um, for that network? Jan, do start. Yeah, sure. Well, um, I saw the advertisement on LinkedIn and I offered to, to help and be part of it yeah. because I love encouraging other women to, to become part of um, the engineering world. And yeah, I mean, so far for me, it's been good. Uh, it's been very inclusive and it was an amazing experience because it was um, a room full of 44, I think, of 40 female engineers. So it was quite encouraging and I was proud of having all that uh, amazing and talent people around. And also we had people um, speaking about their experiences in engineering. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting the group. Um, I wouldn't say I'm part of the people that are, are um, providing this or um, I haven't joined formally, but I'm always supporting those activities as a volunteer. And is there anything else that anybody gets up to? So Sophie, Charlotte, you can answer this question as well, or all the grads. Um, apart from your, your day-to-day life at Siemens, are there any other networks or any other, um, like if you're a mentor or anything else that you tend to get involved in? And there is actually something um, that the grads on the call won't know about because it's quite new, but um, they've some grads in, um, I think it's Austria, have set up um, a Siemens trainee network programme um, and basically they've, they're trying to and they've successfully connected lots of different um, graduates from all over the all of the world. Um, and it's it's very it's like I say, it's very new. But it's only just reached the UK and they, they got in touch with me. And I'm, it's actually on my to do list to get our grads involved. Yeah. <laughs> you apologise. You, you have guys to do it now, Charlotte. It's live on air. You need to do it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're they're really keen to um, make make contact with with yeah. with all the graduates because in other countries there are nowhere near as many. The UK are like really high number of graduates. I think they have about eighty on a program at a time and um, per year. So we usually have a lot. Um, so yeah, that's something that's that's a very like I say, it's just come to the UK um, a new grad like trainee program uh, network program that. Um, yeah, they're all they're all getting in touch with each other and and wow. you know arranging for collaborations on projects and um hopefully something like that could lead to international travel as well. Yeah, um yeah. it's you know, when when we can. So yeah, I just wanted to say that actually. I'll email you guys about it, don't worry. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hot off the press. Catherine, did you want to say something? Because you unmuted yourself. Yeah, I was gonna say um there's also uh, some employee networks. Um, so I've been involved in the Lean In Network, which, which is, um, so they run Lean In sessions on different topics. And I got the opportunity to lead one of those. Um, so for example, the one I led was on um, on boundaries and how we make boundaries in our lives. And that's really a good way um, to meet other people from different Siemens businesses. We've been running them on teams over the pandemic. So it's been a lot more people going to them and. Um, yeah, just to talk about things that are kind of work related on, um, but not specifically to your day to day work. Um, and yeah, and there's also other networks, um, yeah, such as the Empower Network, um, which is our race network at Siemens. And I've, I've um, gone along to some of their webinars and things they've run, and that's been really, really good and really interesting and good to discuss these things in Siemens. And yeah, it's been good. Yeah. It just brings you all together again, doesn't it, yeah. as well, during these networking sessions. 
And um, thank you very much for that, Catherine. What I'm going to do now is move on to training and development. Um, so I know you've all mentioned about all the soft skills that you've gained and everything else that you've gained during your time at Siemens. But if you could choose from a real personal point of view to either how you learn or what you've learnt, what piece of training have you been given that you've enjoyed the most? Um, and Charbel, you've been quiet for a little bit, so I'm going to come back to you. Yeah, no worries at all. Um, yeah, for me, it would have to be uh, the BST, which is the, um, the basic signaling technology training. Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, obviously, I, I came from an aerospace background, so I had very little knowledge about the railway, um, even with my internship, because I didn't really deal with signaling when I was there. Um, so at first, I think naturally, I felt a little bit nervous going into this job. Um, but I've got to say that the training was absolutely fantastic. Um, it taught me everything from signaling systems to train detection, train protection, warning systems, and so much more. Um, and this kind of helped give me working knowledge about our products so that even like small things like you're sat in a meeting or reading an engineering drawing or a signaling scheme plan. Um, and it just helps make sense. It helps it make sense and kind of put into context about what you're what you're hearing about or what you're reading about. Um, and no doubt this will help me in my future career. Um, and from a personal level, I think when I was an internship, one of the modules you do on the development program is called business influencing skills. And that was really, really helpful uh, to improve sort of your presenting skills, how you can be persuasive in the right ways. Um, and I, I feel like that was very, very beneficial. And I used it a lot, not just when I was in my internship, but actually when I came back to my to university and I was doing my dissertation, it, it changes the way you write, the way you present. Um, and it's helping me at the moment as well when I'm presenting, as I said earlier, to, to managers and senior stakeholders. So, yeah, that was an absolutely delight to be on that course. And I think if I'm not mistaken, Charlotte, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the grads also do it again on the on the um, graduate program. So yeah. uh, there'll be opportunities for both uh, interns and grads to be on that. Oh, wow. Perfect. Thank you very much, Shabelle. Um, Catherine, on to you. Yeah, I mean, I'd echo what Charbel said about the business influencing skills was a really good um, module that I did on the grad scheme as well. Um, yeah. So there's there's like the GDP, which is the graduate development program. Um, uh, so one one of the other ones I did of that was the so we did some strength based training and that was really good because it helped me to recognize what my key strengths are, the way I like to work. Um, and I think I'm quite different to a lot of the people in my team but it's the nice part about working for Siemens is that we all complement each other um, and in a lot of ways you can adapt your role to what your strengths are and um, yeah I think it was just really helpful for me to recognize what I'm like and how I like to work and things to be able to communicate that well to other people at Siemens as well so, so what, yeah. what's one thing Catherine that, you, that you, you found out about how you like to work then that you think oh that's that's what I'm all about so actually all about the people so on my on my like it was called strength scope but all of my strengths were in collaboration which was quite unusual really for an engineer a lot of other people were like quite detail oriented and things like that but all of my skills were in the people area so that was good because I think it's it'll be good now because I'm working with customers as well to be able to yeah. use those skills so yeah yeah and then in the future if you want to be a manager and things like that you know you've got all those skills as well haven't you yeah 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 Brilliant. Thank you, Catherine. Jan, on to you. You mentioned you were nodding and smiling away then when Chabelle was talking I'm going to be brief because they just stole my, my answers. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely the signaling course because as Charbelle, I'm from a different background. So my area is wireless communications, data networks. So obviously for me, it was like um, open my eyes to something completely new. So yeah. definitely the signaling training related to trains. It was amazing. I saw, and, you, nodding, I saw you nodding and smiling along when Charbel Yes, was when Tara was saying that, definitely. <laughs> I shared the feeling. So 100% is the one that I enjoyed the most. And also adding a little bit uh, to the what Catherine said, when you were um, trying to find your strengths, also recognizing how people work and how can, like how they can be uh, useful, like or how can they add to your team in terms of the things that you don't have. So it's really good to identify what they can provide to your team if they have those skills that you don't. So, because we need completely different people to, to build up a good team. So yeah, yeah, it's something I really enjoyed that from that training. But yeah, 100% the signaling one. Good. 
I want to go on this signaling training, shall yeah. we? Yeah, you should, you should. Yeah. Again, it's something you don't really think about either. I can imagine, you know, when you use a train, you know, you kind of don't think about all the processes, do you? Yeah. I'm just thinking about like, the responsibility, though. You know, when you're on a train and you see, I mean, Jess, me and you've spent our lives on trains before, and we, yeah. you know, we've just been sat there seeing all these signals and think, flipping heck, it is. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it, about all the responsibility that you guys have got as well. Yeah, definitely. Like just to see one green light on yeah. on the train line is just like wow, overwhelming. How many systems have to work together? Just, yeah. I, I didn't even think about that in the past. No, you don't. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something, Charbel, because you muted yourself. Well, yeah, I was, I was, I was going to say you, you you look at you obviously just look at a signal and you think oh it's either you know red, yellow, or green or double yellow. And you don't really appreciate what goes behind that until you actually yeah. study the technology that goes on it and it's kind of funny obviously after we did the course I remember sort of waiting at a platform for the train to pull in and looking at the tracks oh that's an axle counter oh look that there's a <laughs> yeah. you know this signal means that or whatever and uh yeah it just helped kind of put into context things you don't realize in your day-to-day life you know you get on trains you just get on it and it gets you from A to B mm. um, but you don't appreciate what actually goes behind the scenes to, to make that happen. I think that's a common theme with Siemens as well. Um, like across all of the Siemens businesses, is we're, we're quite subtle. We don't like shove it in your face. We're not like we're Siemens, you know. Like our trains, for example, they just have a tiny little Siemens like logo in the corner and on the step. Whereas, like you know, you look at like what was the Virgin trains and it was like plastered yeah. right across. And, and we're not like that. And I think that's quite a nice thing about us is we're quite subtle. So even though people have usually heard of us, they don't realize how many like industries and technologies that we're actually a part of and that we yeah. do we are in most like Catherine was say before we are in most industries our technologies are across all of all yeah. of the, the world but all of the UK yeah. and as well it is madness when you get to know about an employer and you do start seeing their logo oh yeah, that's my clients. That's one of my clients. <laughs> my husband gets secrets like, yeah, Carla, yeah, my gosh. And have we covered futures, do you think, Jess? I do, yeah, really. We've all got an exciting future by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's nodding. Um, key benefits. Shall we cover key benefits, uh, Shabel? Start with you again. So, what would you say is one key benefit? I know you've said about the training, you're not allowed to say the, the training course anymore <laughs> it has to be something new um so a key benefit that you think and um, that you would receive from starting at Siemens uh, I, I think it's the opportunity for career progression I think I don't want to keep saying training but we do have <laughs> we do we do have a fantastic uh, training resource not necessarily a signaling one um, but we have something called my learning world which is essentially a platform you can go on and it has training for anything you can think of essentially that could help you in your role um, and I think it's been so helpful for me, for example, I'll be, if I get a set of tasks from one of my managers um, and I'm not really sure how to use a particular bit of software or, you know, for example, I had to write a bit of code and I didn't quite understand the syntax as a course for that, you know, and that helps me in my day-to-day role. So that's been fantastic. Um, another benefit I would say is the flexible working. I think it's, it's great. We've, ad- we've adopted the new norm and that kind of came in um, towards the end of my internship, actually, as we were kind of starting the, um, the lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, and it's it's fantastic. It's nice to be able to have that flexibility to come into the office as and when you want. And um, and as I said, we've adapted very well to it with all the, you know, the VPNs and the net, uh, online communication methods and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're, they're two great benefits, I would say. And oh, I forgot to mention, one actually, uh, the volunteering days. We, we get given, um, I think it's two volunteering days as part of the company's corporate social responsibility. And you can use those two days to basically uh, volunteer for any causes that are important to you. Or it could be something like helping out a local school. It could be, you know, helping an old person's home um, or any any cause that's important to you. So that's really nice to have as well. Thank you very much, Shabelle. For a point that you weren't allowed to mention training, you mentioned training three times. I counted. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're viewers. Na- <laughs> you're a naughty boy. Um, Jan, so your favourite bit of training? Yeah, no, definitely diversity, diversity and inclusion. I'm a female engineer. I'm from a different background from Mexico. And I feel like Siemens in the UK is, is home for me, you know. So I I've always feel like I'm part of it. People are, are really nice and I, I feel really comfortable. So I think that's a big thing because I feel like I'm part of it. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much, Anne. Catherine? Yeah, I think um, 
just being part of such a big company it, there's such a what and you're working across so many different industries it's such a nice variety of work and there's opportunity to see so many exciting things and work with lots of different people so I think that's one of the main benefits and also just the, the culture as well it's such an open culture and there's a lot of opportunity to do things outside of your role and um and to develop and grow in that way so um it's it's a good way to stretch yourself and um nice to be part of a company that's so open and um collaborative as well so Brilliant. Thank you very much, Catherine. I think, um, Sophie, you actually mentioned about the application process at the beginning of the webinar. But Sophie, Charlotte, is there anything else that you want to finish off by saying about the application process? Any hints and tips or anything else that you want to finalise? Um, I think the uh, kind of, I think I got up to a bit about the on-demand video. Um, yeah. And then, so obviously the next stage would be an assessment centre on in, or interview. Um, at the minute, they are virtual. Um, I'm hoping, I don't know if Charlotte is, but I'm hoping that those can be in person next year because I love meeting the candidates, my hiring yeah. managers um, and that kind of stuff. So fingers crossed they are in person. However, um, assessment centres, we have got a brand new platform that um, we developed with alongside a company um, and it's great. It is literally like we've picked up the assessment centre and put it virtual. Um, so we can do those virtually. Um, the biggest tip I would have for your interview or assessment centre is be yourself. We're, as much as we're looking for a great candidate, a great engineer, we want someone to be part of the team. We want someone to enjoy themselves. So be yourself. Talk about those hobbies you've got, those fun little quirks, those things that people can relate to in the interview. Um, and also interview us. Ask us questions. If you've got questions, ask us them. as much as an interview to you than it is uh, to us so ask any questions you've got we will we will try our best to answer them if we can we will yeah. make sure someone answers them okay. yeah yeah I think the only other thing to add on to Soph's um, points there um you know quite often our hiring managers are looking for passion um, and yeah. because you know we we recognize that in early careers positions you know then the people coming into these programs aren't the finished product that's why we have the training that's why we yeah. have the development program because we want to get you to you know yeah. well it's our future workforce at the end of the day um and our future leaders as well you know a, a lot of our our senior people have, have come from our graduate program that's very much what Siemens is about um but yeah passion is is the main thing and I think that that applies to the entire process so you know when you cover letter why are you applying to the job are you passionate about engineering are you passionate about signaling are you passionate about you know whatever business if it's a business role um you know really selling that passion side of things because there's no, nothing can really beat that if you've got obviously yeah. the behaviors and you know the collaborative approach and stuff then great but the passion to to actually do the work is just that's just going to get you really really far so like I say every possible opportunity try and show that you know in your video interview really really try and sell it and then at your final stage assessment center when you're talking to a manager being yourself but also really just selling that passion I think that is for my five years of watching these assessment centres and listening to managers' feedback, it, that's the thing that comes up time and time again. Um, and yeah, other than that, the obvious one is just, you know, make sure you do things on time because it does kind of put us off a little bit if, you, if you're faffing about with the deadlines and, you know, you're extending it for weeks and weeks and weeks, you know, really try to, to, to stick to deadlines and things like that because that's more impressive to us, um, you know, in, in application processes and things like that. Um, yeah, I can't think of there's any... Anymore. I feel like we've covered quite quite a lot actually. I know, I've learned about Siemens as well on this webinar. How many video interviews do you think you've both seen over the years then? Thousands? To be fair, we don't watch them ourselves. We sometimes we do, depends, but we it's usually hiring managers that watch them. But yeah, we get 25,000 applications a year to our early careers roles. So a team of three screens all of them. <laughs> a it? lot of CVs. It's a lot, it's a lot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, obviously that, you know, just, just to reiterate how competitive it is to get a job at Siemens, but, you know, make sure you try and get your application in early. As we said um, earlier, our, our roles will be being posted. More, more will be coming to the Gradcracker hub. Um, and I think it's a really nice little hub where you can you can see a lot about Siemens and it's maybe not as overwhelming as the actual careers site, even though our career site is great. Obviously, we spend a lot of time on that. But, you know, the, the Gradcracker hub, I feel like is quite easy to navigate. It's just like a one stop shop for everything about Siemens you've got our videos and things like that on there um, and yeah more and more roles are coming in so we will be posting more on there um, 
So yeah, get your applications in, please. Don't be shy, Charlotte. The hub's better. Come on. Yeah, I can't lie. Heard it here first, guys. That is a perfect way to end off the Greta Crackle webinar. I'm going to click that bit off and put it on my hand. We'll put this an article. Seaman says. Perfect. Thanks very much, girls. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It's been an absolute blast. Really enjoyed this webinar. Um, don't forget that they've got opportunities open at the moment at Siemens. So they've got five placements, five graduate opportunities, but that doesn't mean, you know, five graduates and five interns. I know that Jessie's like beaming this into my head now. She's looking at me. So they've got lots more positions open. So make sure you get your applications in. Follow Siemens as well. And then you will be alerted to when Charlotte um, adds, Charlotte and Sophie, sorry, adds more opportunities onto the Bad Cracker Hub. Um, but for now, thank you very much. Enjoy your night out tonight, Charlotte and Sophie. I'm going to be ringing you at eight o'clock sharp just to make sure you're switched on. And um, guys, me and Jess will be joining you all next week with Galliford Try. So we'll see you all then. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, thank you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.